the catfish the ones... ramen, and now it's over. <laughs> Saturday Omaha. Eat this. So, so boys. <laughs> yeah. Here we are again, around a new location, but a uh, podcast now in its second year. We can start doing annual things now. Wow. Yeah. Like yeah. We, you know, we did first annual whatever, second annual whatever. So, but uh, yeah, so beautiful day outside. And uh, we ventured to the north, not quite westerly areas of Omaha to a location that burned down. <laughs> to a location that burned down. In a different location okay. and then relocated here. Yes. 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 I'll agree with that. Yes. I'll buy that for a dollar. What is here is the new iteration of Mouth of the South. Or the Myth of the Sith. Yes, or the M-O-T-S, which uh, they they have a salad on the menu, which was the M-O-T-S salad. And I looked at it, I'm like, the heck is, I'm like, is there something I don't know? Like mutton, octopus, (laughs) tomato, and shake? Can I I have some mutton? I can try it. And then I'm like, oh, oh, oh no, mouth of the South. I I get it. That's that's good. Yes. I I went through that thought process Uh and then quietly pretended I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately. Of course I knew it was mouth of the South. How how obvious. Unfortunately. Dave, you silly plebe, you. (laughs) Well, unfortunately, my brain is connected directly to my mouth and what I think just comes right out. So that's kind of how that happens sometimes. It's all right. There'd be a lot of dead air on the podcast if that wasn't the case. (laughs) I mean, sometimes it's in my favor. Sometimes I do think about things. But in this case, uh, the uh, possible embarrassment of not knowing what the heck it meant didn't mean anything because I was amongst friends and TJ's mustache, which is quite glorious today, actually. uh, stepped up a notch. we're, We're photo anonymous. Oh, the mustache doesn't exist. Neither does the head. It's on. We are incorporeal <laughs> entities who may or may not show up at any restaurant at any time. <laughs> so what you're, what you're trying to say we is if formless. you see a person with a mustache at a restaurant, it probably isn't you. Might might be you. We just don't know. There's a chance. Possibly a person without a mustache or a half-stash. That's next. <laughs> <laughs> this has this been really deep. Is this the most facial hair... <laughs> you know, discussion that's ever happened. I don't know. But anyway. So, well, th- I mean, there should always be lots of facial hair discussion on a food podcast. Ooh. Ooh. We're, we're beard net people. Um, so, <laughs> or eat your mustache. That's fine. Oh, I well, hate it. You don't have a lot of choice there. That's going to happen. Oh, yeah. That's, that, yeah. The corners of the mouth thing. No, that's called. Sh- I got to shave then. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we did, uh, Sam, a couple episodes ago, put a moratorium on. Uh, uh, decrying the uh, the strip mall location of a restaurant because it's a perfectly fine place it's to put fine. a restaurant. It's fine. It is. And Sam's like, man, you know, why are you guys always, you know, you and TJ are always like, oh, it's in a strip mall. When it could be like, you know, gold nugget free giveaway emporium. It's the most exciting thing ever. And there's plutonium and cotton candy made out of beef for everyone. It's amazing. <laughs> but it's in a strip mall. mall. I'm not going. <laughs> so uh, this, <laughs> so there's, there's no more decrying of that because frankly, I don't care if there's good food. It doesn't matter. But we will call out this time. This is a freestanding location. It's its own establishment. Indeed. So ring the bells. Uh, ding. So the inside, uh, a a woody uh, cabiny type interior. Yes, it looks just like Lolo's. Yeah, yeah. Which <laughs> to, to be fair to both to to Lolo's and whatever the, the interior is fine. It's actually kind of a nice looking place. They got some uh, it's rustic music. Yeah, it's Aww. roughneck. I thought I was going to be cool and say rustic. Aww. It's rustic and roughneck. It's it's comfortable. Was there cheese sauce all over the wood? No. Oh, okay. I was just you know. 
So it's not throwing it back. Oh, I, I like that. I like what you did there. Uh, so we were uh, TJ and and I were greeted uh, at the front and uh, given our choice of tables because we came in at prime Saturday time. Wait a minute, not quite, but close at eleven thirty. Um, Saturday choice. The Saturday <laughs> choice, not quite prime. Not quite prime. I, I, like, I like what you did there. Uh, we went for a large food couch, uh, which was very comfy and plush with. Uh, Red leather interior on the food couch, and a nice uh, dark wood accents, uh, hanging lights from the ceilings. Spacious place, yes, gentlemen. Yeah, those were uh, as as you're pointing out. That was a heck of a food couch. Those were, those were big booths. Yeah, I indeed. like big booths. I indeed. cannot lie. Indeed. <laughs> and so the uh, the parking lot of this establishment. Uh, I, I can I can fix this later, Sam. You're laughing. Do you, do you no, really he's fine. Say I, I just he stole the words right out of my mouth. He said, <laughs> "I like big booths," and I was like, "And he cannot lie." But he beat me. He he, he delivered his it's own punchlines. It's, it, it's not so much having created a joke. It's I, just I, saying the one I was that hoping, had to be said. I was hoping he was going to volley, but he didn't. He oh, took, took all the glory. He for slammed it to the hole by he himself. Did. Spiked it. So the uh, the parking lot and front door must be located uh, at this location because that's what it says here. Okay, are we ready? Uh, it is 7051 Ames Avenue, Omaha, Nebraska. You got a zip code there, zip code Stu? I do. Zip code Stu does not advertise, but he does read the zip code. <laughs> and the zip code in this case is 68104. All right, so that is the location ambiance address. Uh, the location we sat being in the booth. Shall we talk about... Food, you, but it's a big booth, and you cannot lie. It's true. It's true. A multi-person booth. I told them they're like, "Well, how many do you have? Three? Don't uh, worry about it, lady. And I'm like, "Here uh, to eat food. There'll be a you know four, and we need a lot of space." And no, we did. There, there's four eating, but you're gonna think it's about eight. Mm-hmm. This, mm-hmm. this is fine. Indeed. Remember, take the Saturday uh, staff and multiply by one point five, and that's how big of a table you need. I'd almost say one point three four. Indeed. One point seven five. Are you just saying we need some? Pie? Three point one four nine foot. No way. No. Uh, one four one five. Anyway, like sorry. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I know. I was thinking about nine point nine five. I but, know. Uh, that's an entirely different thing. I know my pie. So, all right. Speaking of pie, no, no, we didn't have pie today, but uh, we did have some uh, southern grub. So, shall we talk about some food, gentlemen? I suppose okay. that's the purpose of this podcast. Yeah. Well, Dave. S- yeah. I didn't have grub. Those were shrimp. Oh, thank oh. goodness. That is kind of how I feel about but shrimp. Sh- but that's a different story. So, Sam. Dad jokes. Do you, do you want to lead off on this sucker? Because you had the. I was uh, had the only appetizer. The lone appetizer at the table. Yeehaw! <laughs> You're right. I did have the lone appetizer. Uh, I've got. Uh, Mighty high on his horse sausage. Anyway, sorry. That's the one. Um, I got a little bit of redemption from the place we ate called. Acadian, mm-hmm. where I had problems with powerful pepper. Pepper power, the pepper? Pepper power. Um, they had the guy, uh, uh, C, a.k.a. C. Cormac, yeah. kept calling him Boudin. TJ, we, we on the previous episode, we, we said it in like 7,000 different languages. I, I, yeah, I believe the, the pronunciation key research led me to Boudin, but... Uh, I'm going to go with that. I like that a lot. Boudin. So we'll go with Boudin. All right. I think no matter how we say it, we will be wrong. But so Bowden Balls. I had the Bowden, Bowden Balls. There you go. B B O U D I N, I think is the spelling. How you want to pronounce it is up to you. I'm going to pronounce them B O W D E N. I'm Bowden. on board. Bowden. <laughs> I'm Bowden. <laughs> the Bobby Bowden appetizer. Which is rice, sausage, deep fried, and some type of delicious 
deep fried material. Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's breaded cover. Yeah. Um, these were pretty darn good. Uh, they were better than Acadians, in my opinion. It also came in a bed of sauce. It did. They sauced the plate, and then they put the Bowden balls right on the sauce. And then you just wipe the sauce as you take it to your 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 your, your plate. If you're you know reformed, or if you're a savage like me, you just eat it across. It doesn't matter. It's a fine. reformed appetite. This this is not. This is not my, my my pinky is not out. My champagne glass is not in my hand, <laughs> and I'm not tipping my top hat. So aha. Uh-huh. I'm just wiping across the plate, and I'm I'm throwing it in my mouth. Right. Delicious uh, sausage profile was definitely there. You could taste the rice. The rice was not uh, hard. It wasn't too soft. It had a pleasant texture. The breading was good. A little on the rough side, but that's okay. I'm all right with that. Um, It wasn't uh, super shred your face apart hard by any means. Yeah. You know, can't even think of the phrase I'm trying to say here. Fair enough. By any stretch of the imagination. Thank you. Christmas, a little bit of grit. It's yeah. still kind of soft. Exactly. Was this a croist bound ball? Hmm. Ooh. It was crispy on the outside. Was it moist on the inside? But it wasn't like moist, moist. That's true, because it is rice, and you really wouldn't want it to it be was, wet on the inside, would you? It was gently damp. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, I'm, then. I'm, gently I'm not, I'm not wait, wait. I'm, I'm not sold here. Here we go. It was humid on the inside. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I will take... Actually, that... That kind of sounds tasty, like it's filled with steam or something. It kind of was. It kind of was, and I, I will tell you, you were uh, gracious enough to uh, let me get a slice yeah, of one he, of these suckers. C, a.k.a. Cowden, was all like, well, I'm going to bring you seven plates to share. I said, no, no, sir. You take those away. These are mine. <laughs> he was <laughs> like, oh, well, I will. I'm like, no, it's fine. Just like you don't understand. I, I eat. I eat, bro. It's fatter day. Recognize, <laughs> but uh, um, you know, I did. I get. I did get them for me and my significant other. Uh, she had never had the Bowden balls before. Yes, and she was curious. So I was like, "Well, let's get some." She had two. I had two, which left one. So I decided to share the science with my cohorts here on the podcast. Appreciate that. And divvied up one between them, and their thoughts are. Uh, well, I can tell you your description of the outside crunchy covering. Well, it was not uh, hard in any way. It was just crisp enough to keep the goodness inside. Sliced easily with a uh, did a little tine in the Bowden ball rotate maneuver to slice it. Boudon. What he said. I was able to slice it into four pieces. I tried it. I liked it. I thought it was there's a decent amount of flavor, but it wasn't overly like ridiculously right. seasoned. Um, I really didn't mind the sauce. You know me and sauces like that. I'm not a big fan, but uh, they worked out good. I thought they were prepared really good. I thought they were tasty. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, as with Indian, and we're going to be covering. This is going to reappear on a number of the things I ate. I would have a hard time picking out individual spices, but the outside texture and the inside texture and the contrast between those two were very good. The uh, the sausage flavor and the rice texture and whatever that sauce was on the bottom. There's a certain class of like mayo-based spicy sauces that class comes out that kind. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> comes out that kind of uh, orangey. Uh, Delicious, pinky, kind yes. of, kind of Thousand Island like color, but, it's but not you Thousand you know Island. it's a tasty, spicy right. thing in that. Yes, this in would that be a general category. A remoulade sauce. Yes. Oh, oh, science. Wait, documentation. Correct on the boudin. So Bowden. I I like just about everything Boody. about these, and really Boody. wish I had ordered some, but uh, alas. But I I am very happy that you saw fit to share the last one of those. Well, I, of course, I could have totally seen you. I wanted all of them. I wanted to. There was no. I didn't want to share with Marissa. I was like, "These are all for me." You did. You were like, "I'm eating these." (laughs) Mm -hmm. I felt like it, but you know, it was her idea, so I guess I had to share. I suppose. Having (sighs) tasted those, 
having tasted those, I'm going to say sharing. It's true love, Sam. It's, it's <laughs> I know it is. Appreciate sharing that, is caring. Appreciate that. Uh, the only thing I want to add on to them is they were uh, crew mid. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> and <laughs> sold. I will, okay. I will have to add that to the glossary immediately. They're crewmen. <laughs> and you figure it out at home. That's right. <laughs> and we mean that in a good way. So, all right. So that was that was appetizery. Also, uh, just one thing, since we are now leaving this dish as a portion of the show, I didn't take the opportunities during to do this as many times as possible. So just one more. Yeah. Boudon. Very nice. Let us continue. Out. All right. So our uh, our waiter was on it. Uh, he was all over it. He was. From um, what I understand. He had things taken care of. of. Yes. And surrounded it. Indeed. Inside of. All and, up in it. Yes. And so he brought out more stuff. I have to say TJ's corner of the table got a little crowded for TJ. Mountainous. Yes. And, and therefore, TJ, if you don't mind, I'm going to flip it your direction because I think you've got the most plates individually assigned out of anyone. Ooh, that's a, uh, a possible point. I mean, I didn't do an appetizer, but I did do soup. So that's one. And uh, two entrees. So, I, I mean, I only ordered three things. Do you want to lead off with the gumbo? Because I think that was the first thing that came out. Yes, it was indeed. And uh, I had actually forgotten about an element that was in one of the other dishes that we will get to discussing. So I was happy to see that there was andouille sausage in the gumbo. Just a little bit. Um, gumbo. Everything that, what is it, flies, walks, slithers, squeaks, oinks. Everything is supposed <laughs> to go into gumbo. All the meats. A little bit. Of, and yeah. I am not certain... Exactly. So why don't they just call Which us RB soup? All we have the meats. Just a Sorry, so bad I, joke. There were definitely, I want to say, three or four different textures of meat in this soup. But uh, I can see where you could put just about anything in here, and it would still taste like it was part of the gumbo. That is not a bad thing in this case. It was not super homogenous. I did taste the individual things. I definitely tasted the andouille sausage, but the overall broth is definitely spicy and could go with anything. Uh, there's a certain earthiness to it, but it was not woody, so don't you dare. <laughs> he really <laughs> wanted to say it. But it was earthy and spicy and generally tasty. Everything played nice together. Things were distinct just for a moment and then kind of moved back into the coherency of the soup. I was pretty darn pleased with this. I forget I I had a couple of the traditional dishes at that other Cajun place, which we'll try not to name too many times, though I will have one other comparison. I don't remember if I got gumbo or not. That said, this was a great starter. It it had great portents of things to come. Wow. And get out your possibly dictionary. Possibly people. great pork tents. If uh, we need Pork any more tents. puns or dad jokes, but this was it was a very good starter. It it spoke of great things about to happen. So uh, I guess uh, Sam, should we talk about our mutual side, or should I just go straight into my main entree? What do you think? Well, I got a couple sides, so no, I think we should talk about that side. You want to talk about that side? Go ahead and start it off. Okay, so Sam and I got one side that was similar. Sam's similar sides. In this case, being the smoked Gouda mac and cheese. All right. So, mm -hmm. my main entree came with, uh, I think you got your choice of fries or uh, coleslaw or something else. Um, for an extra buck fifty, you can upgrade your side instead of fries to get a, a premium side, shall we say. And I went for the smoked Gouda mac and cheese. Um, so, we've talked before on how I hate it when sides come out and it's in a tiny little 
four eight ounce ramekin, and oh, I'm like, boy. oh, there's nothing. And oh then, boy! And then you get a decently sized, like the larger styrofoam cup thing, and you're like, okay, this this is good. Mm-hmm. Um, I paid a buck fifty, and what came out was a freaking large entree sized bowl, the size of your head of mac and cheese. Like, it, I'm pretty sure it was close to the same bowl that TJ's main dish was served in. Uh huh. This was a no joke size thing of mac and cheese, and somewhere between I, I think Sam, you you deemed one of the last ones we had creamy. That's where I'd go here, bordering saucy, depending on when you ate it. I think there's a good chance, and yes, this is hyperbole, that they took an entire block of smoked Gouda and threw it in this bowl with heavy cream. This was a dangerously, dangerously, dangerously cheesy sauce on Bruh. these noodles. I Bruh. mean, whoa. Tons of, so they're like a little, a tiny kind of gently twisted pasta, like a tiny rotini looking thing. I don't even know what, it's, I don't know what type of pasta it was exactly, but a, a smaller but properly dense noodle and the most, is that the most sauce you've ever had on a side of mac and cheese ever? Without question. Holy Guilty, s- your honor. And most. Not to mention, had it be good sauce, because you can overdo certain sauces. I, I don't know how much you can over... Sorry, I, I did have a bite. I don't know how much you could overdo this let, one. Am I wrong? Let me, let, me, let me tell you something. This is a dangerous sauce in all the right ways. I was actually fishing in the southern cheese bog, which I believe you coined many episodes ago. I did. Cheese bog. I was fishing in the cheese bog for noodles because I was concerned about the direct cheese sauce applications to my arteries. <laughs> this, and, and of course, as the meal went on, of course, it started to, to you know, cool and stuff because it's, it's a big bowl and cheese sauce does that. I, I mean, I think towards the middle of the meal, I could have got chips and like dipped it in here. <laughs> you are not wrong. I'm, I, I gave this in my head while I was eating the nickname of mac and cheese soup. Yeah, yeah, except it's thicker than that, though. A little, yeah. But to say, I mean, it's just not water soup. Describing it was the, pretty thick. Describing I, the no, sauce. I'm not saying it was water, ratio. but it's 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 the, the the wetness ratio to noodle ratio. Yeah, there were noodles floating in thick, yeah. creamy, dreamy sauce. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I'm just I'm gonna end my review and then flip it over to Sam just to say, wow, and this is a remarkable mac and cheese and a. Dangerously delicious mac and cheese. So, Sam, how did you feel about this stuff? I was rather impressed when my bowl, my f- dinner bowl of <laughs> mac and cheese came out. Um, the taste of the mac and cheese here is a sharp, pronounced, delicious mac and cheese. It lets you know it's mac and cheese and it ain't playing. It is that, not. That's how it goes. It basically hits you in the face with a baseball bat of, of macaroni. <laughs> what? That wasn't a macaroni noodle. What? I don't know. Was it twisty? I thought it was like a mastacholi noodle. Say those, I, I think I'm with you on the mastacholi. They were a long hollow, as I remember. Yeah. A long hollow, but with the I the, I, the I sense on the outside. slight twist. I don't know what the. It was a noodle type that isn't a common noodle type. Right, um, but, but this, of the length of a mastacholi noodle. You're right. Yeah. I'm going to say here, this is uh, prob- probably a, a top three mac and cheese I've had. I don't think you're wrong there, man. This is... I, it'd wow. be hard to put it where in the top three, but it is definitely one of the most tastiest mac and cheese sides I've ever had. Yeah. 
So uh, do yourself a favor if you're going to the mouth of the South and you are questioning about mac and cheese, just don't question, <laughs> just do. Pony up that buck 50. Uh, delicious. Again, it's it's very sauce heavy, uh, but it's not like a, a runny sauce. It's a very no. thick sauce, and it is quite delicious on the old tongue receptacle. Indeed. And if you want to Sam your burger, the, uh, there's whatever. plenty to left. You could Sam your entire dish. Yes. Whatever else you're eating, Sam the fudge sickle out of it. That, that's right. That's right. So for those that may have missed it prior, that would be adding cheese sauce to things that didn't have cheese sauce prior. Uh, yeah, you'll have some uh, extra equipment in the food game bag here. So it's, it's yeah. 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 So thumbs up on this stuff. I liked it. If, if I may mm. chime in just briefly Please. on this one, because I did ask for a, a bite of Dave's yeah. once we were a ways into the meal. So where I got it, it had cooled considerably from where it came out. And I had already eaten a bunch of spicy things. So it was considerably muted uh, by the other spices. And that said, it still had a lot of cheese flavor. It was still rich and thick and creamy and tasty. And it was still pretty dang warm. And we were a good... Probably about halfway through the meal at this point. We were we were quite a ways in, and it still held up. I was very impressed with this. I will say I was glad that I didn't order it, just because it stands on its own so well. I could order Literally. like this. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but I could order this and one other thing and probably have been happy. Like, this is almost a lunch in and of itself, and I would want to give it the attention it deserves. I wouldn't have been mad if I got a bowl of this and some of that French bread just to sop everything oh, up afterwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah and an important note, because Sam and I always wish for hot mac and cheese when it gets to the table. This was. Yeah. Very much so. It lasted the duration of my meal, because I had lots of different things to eat. Indeed. All right. Uh, well, Sam, where do you want to take it from here, buddy? Uh, let's uh, move on to another side that I had. Okay. Uh, this is going to be my low point of the day. All right. Uh, the coleslaw. It was a down south joint, and I'm like, coleslaw. They can't mess this up, can they? Yes. Yes, they can. Oh, dear. Really? How so? Yeah. Uh, do do it, tell. It tasted like shredded greens. That's it. Had no sauce. Oh, I'm like, pro, well, that's kind of how it's made. So Right, but like <laughs> usually when you get it, uh, the, your, your slaw juice, if mm-hmm. you want to call it that. I know slaw it's like, juice. My slaw ah! juice. Yeah. <laughs> usually has a, a tang or a sweetness or sure. something to it. Right. Nothing. Really? Just nothing. So it's just like shredded... Ca- was there any shredded, sauce on Shredded it? cream blah. Oh. Shredded cream blah. So very bland then. I was... Yeah, which is weird because it was kind of an orange hue. I was going to say from a distance it looked flavorful, but it wasn't. Interesting. No. Uh, it, I mean, it was green, so that's fine. That's good. It, it helped balance everything else I was eating. I'm like, sure. I can use this to wash <laughs> down my, <laughs> my meats and my starches, which is good. Yes. So I did finish most of it, but I, it was a very unremarkable slaw. All right. Like, I think from any place I've had slaw from has been better. Interesting. Even places that are dead. Oh, my. But then it's really hard to mess up slaw, in my opinion. Indeed. Uh, on the bright side, I suppose if you're going to land on a grenade, it's slaw. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a soft, it's a soft thing to explode. So it's, it's, like, it's like confetti vegetables. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Confetti vegetables are okay. Uh, but yeah, I was kind of sad by it. I wanted it to have some either some sweet creaminess to it or a, a sharp tang to it. Had nothing. Just oh, just dear. chopped up greens with some cream blah. Oh, no. Well, on the bright side, because I don't like coleslaw, I'm okay. Here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've definitely had way better mac and, or mac and cheese. Way better slaws at other places. Right, so. Mac and cheese is still in your head. It kind of is. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm sad about the, the slaw. Uh, Mouth of the South, I don't know if it was off day, maybe, but uh, yeah, probably won't visit that again. Gotcha. Maybe try a different side, because there, there was a, a 
There's a plethora. list of sides. Yeah. yeah. Profusion thereof. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Wait, I used profusion already. Oh, well, Indeed. using it again. It's fun. All right. <laughs> Teach, you want to hit us with a, uh, a main dish of yours? Uh, perhaps. Can we... Uh, can I sidetrack us to the cornbread just so we're because we're going through the side? I was gonna. Or do you want to save that for last? I was kind of thinking about saving it for dessert, but I mean, I'll I'll right. talk about no, it. No, we you. can we can we can radio edit my request here. I we'll, can talk we'll about it a, too. We'll do okay. a main. You want to talk about it? Let's now? just talk about it. Oh, let's talk about the cornbread oh. then. All right. Okay. Which so, is which is kind of funny because I I realize somehow I'm steering the podcast. Usually Sam does that, so I, I, I don't, okay. I don't know what's going on. I'll Indeed. be your first mate today. Make it so. <laughs> Yar. All I, right. I would have been perfectly happy to yes and you under most situations, but on this one, it's in my head. Just a little bit, because well, I see it well, right here as the last item on my receipt. Speak on it. And uh, our last cornbread foray, you guys liked it, and I was okay with it, but I was looking for a certain something. Mm-hmm. I was looking for a really moist inside of my cornbread, maybe a little bit of interest on the outside. Crew it. But always looking for <laughs> Not quite as crisp. But oh, yes. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> but also that sort of grittiness that cornbread should have. And that's such a hard thing to do, to have something that's really, truly moist and dense in the middle without being tough or overly gritty or dry. Having those balance, that balance of contradictory things rarely, if ever, exists when I get a side of cornbread. This is perfect. This is one of the best, if not the best, cornbreads I've ever had. It was super moist on the inside. Maybe a sour cream type uh, confection, something to make that extra dense and moist on the inside. But still, with the grit, I got some traction in my cornbread. (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, there was a butter on the side, and I did like the butter. I am pro this butter, but I didn't need it on really good cornbread. I don't want it. So while I would have had this on other things... I liked it, but don't feel the need to uh, to go on. I think you guys both liked it more than I did, so I will leave the butter summation to you in your cornbread reviews. But for me, perfect for a side of cornbread, and there was enough of it as well. It was a good-sized, you know, cornbread muffin-style thing. Yeah, it was a uh, a muffin and a half muffin. It was, it was a big muffin, like you go, you know, the furniture store, and you buy a chair. It's like a chair and a half. It's like when you go to. It's going to them Otis Spunkmeyer muffins. Yeah. It's that size. It's a big It's a big muffin. Yes. So I I, I will uh, echo what you said there, TJ. This is some dang good cornbread, man. I I found this cornbread lacking in no way. Um, It was delicious. I I thought it was interesting because I I did like the butter, but I kept waffling between butter and no butter, depending on where I was eating it, because the butter was good on there. The thing was, is it had this, like, it was properly dense when you just ate it. But if you tried to slice it and put butter on it, it would fall apart. Which is weird. It is weird, but I, I kind of liked it. It made it hard to share, and it was definitely big enough to be shareable. Um, my my honest Says recommendation. Says you, buddy. Well, I I mean it is big, um, and we'll we'll talk about this a little bit later. But you could clearly chop the sucker in half, and probably a normal meal just each have a half. Um, I like this best cornbread ever. It's ranking up there somewhere. It was really tasty. I would I would indulge in this cornbread at any time. It was good. Now, Sam, we're about to find out if we have a hat trick of cornbread consensus. <laughs> <gasps> He's pulling a cornbread muffin from TJ's ear. You're right. It's perfection. <laughs> uh, you didn't see that, but I, I, I did the uh, fat meld with TJ. Oh, is that what? <laughs> I did a, I did a, a fatter day fat meld. The fat render. Mm-hmm. My food to your food. My fat. <laughs> 
to your fat. Exactly. <laughs> That's why that silence was there. I, I fat melted with TJ. This is wow. uh, pretty much a, a perfect cornbread. I couldn't find any flaws in it whatsoever. I think the me the only thing I would change the personal preference, but other than that, it, it, it's still perfect. Is I, I like a little honey glaze on top, just a light. I was thinking that same. So it's got not a just crisp, a, just a, but just a mm, just, just a, a little just, just a. Yeah, but that's a personal preference. I if I had to say perfect cornbread comes out, it's it's this. Yeah, uh, it was weird because I was like, Marissa needs to have this, and I, I know she doesn't even like cornbread. <laughs> I know that for a fact, and I and I tried to get her off a piece, but it fell apart. Yeah, because I mean it holds its shape as a whole, but when you start to break it down, it's so soft and moist and fluffy and yet gritty at the same time. Yes, I ate pieces without butter. I yes. ate pieces with butter. Yes, they were good together. They were good separate. And actually, I was a big fan of the butter. I just found that I wanted mm-hmm. to rotate between the two. Same. Just to experience it on both edges. I wanted to live dangerously, and I <laughs> wanted to live safely. Nice. At the same time. The same time. I wanted to feed sharks chum with my <laughs> hand, except I wanted to wear the ironclad glove. Ah, excellent. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, good cornbread. So, again, another pro tip from Sam over here at uh, Fatterday Omaha. If you want cornbread, get the cornbread. <laughs> That's a good straightforward. I like those tips where you know exactly what to do. Just saying. Yeah, good good knowledge there. Okay, so cornbread. Cornbread. Wrapped up. All right. TJ, entree? Entree vous? I'm already in. Oh. In fact, <laughs> just I'm, I'm all vous. up in it. Well, and on it. Are you definitely on it. <laughs> all right. And around it? It's all over it. Excellent. Surrounding it, if you will. Quite. Got it under control? Handled. Got it handled. All right. Oh. <laughs> so I, I believe we're doing one of those entrees. I think so because you had um, two of them. We are going to do the one I ate second first. Oh, madness. Dave, Yeah. I believe you have the documentation in front of you. Could you summarize the kickin' chicken to begin with? We had both, I had both the kickin' chicken and the voodoo shrimp and grits. We'll do the you did. kickin' chicken, if you please. The kickin' chicken pasta is roasted jalapeno poblano cream sauce and blackened chicken. So, science! The kickin' chicken, which is, I don't know what the exact name of it is at kickin the chicken. Acadian Grill counterpart. Oh. But it is a very similar, if not almost exactly the same dish as the one I had at Acadian Grill, and loved at Acadian Grill. Um... The primary difference, really, I would say, is the noodle size here. They were a bit thinner, not quite spaghetti thin, but uh, a a medium thick, almost udon thick, round noodle was the choice here. Not not budon. Indeed. Not budon. Just checking. Udon. Udon. Yeah. Udon. Udon? (laughs) Oh, Cajun Japanese fusion. All right, we're trying this next. Right. But regardless, the catfish the ramen. That was all right, right. and now it's over. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's over. Well, that was what Bruce Leroy's was. That's true. The Soul Walk. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, rest in peace. Yeah, mm-hmm. indeed. All right, please carry on. All right. So the noodles at Acadian Grill were one of the high features of it, and because I was going in thinking of that dish. There was a little bit of a letdown in the noodle choice here, as well as the sauce-to-noodle ratio. A great deal more sauce than noodle. Now, mind you, would I rather have it that way than the other way around? Yes, because otherwise I just got plain noodles now, don't I? <laughs> yeah, you do. So, well, I did want those ribbon noodles again, that, those, that wide, flat style. 
These were perfectly serviceable. They were a good texture. They weren't overdone. Maybe a little bit more so than I would like. I, I'd like them a little bit more al dente, but that's that's nitpicking. The roasted poblano sauce was delicious. I feel like I could have used maybe a little teeny tiny bit more of a kick to it. But that said, I'm guessing that's just because it was the second thing I ate and the first one was pretty darn spicy. Mm. I would like to have this first on its own. The blackened chicken, this is important. It had the blackening spices on it. But? But it wasn't caked in them to the point of absurdity where I can't taste the chicken anymore. Oh. As tends to happen when I order blackened things. You wouldn't know anything about that, I'm, would you, Sam? No, not no, not a, not a thing. So you're saying this Pepper bomb. Oh, don't worry, I got you. I'm certain you do. <laughs> so it didn't have the problem that blackened chicken often has. It has the flavors that blackened chicken should. Hello? And like chicken? Uh-huh. And, oh, and yeah. yeah, chicken and spices, together at last. Balanced <laughs> in harmony. Like so, bone. And it chicken bone. Yep. It, <laughs> chicken bones in harmony. <laughs> <laughs> so the chicken, blackened, tasty. With the sauce, also tasty. Two great tastes. The taste great together. Um, there was probably a whole chicken breast in here. There was a lot of meat in this, and it was a big old, you know, once again, size of your head bowl. It was big, and it was piled high, and I was quite pleased with that. Again, my, my second favorite, the first thing I'm going over, but second favorite, would I order it again? Absolutely. You bet your sweet baby I would. <laughs> I like that. That that's good. It's that mustache, man. Uh, it it is. It is. It's quite incredible. It's um, giving him a fun vocabulary today. It really is. I mean, his vocabulary is always good, but it's a bit ridiculous in a good way today. I'm loving it. Oh, wait till the till Amazon ships the monocle. <laughs> I can't wait. And and then he's like, "You think I'm joking?" It's right. like it's on the way. So, uh, yeah. Talk about your food. Should I talk about my food? Yeah. Okay. So my uh, my main entree, since we talked about the, I mean, uh, I got to talk about my my main entree, and then. You know? Indeed. Indeed. Go! So, yeah, because I talked about the side first because the side was essentially an entree. <laughs> I had the Cajun burger, which is flagged with the Mouth of the South Fleur de Lis as a signature item. The Fleur de Lis. Yes. It is right here on the left of the Cajun burger sign. This is the blackened Angus beef, house-made tasso and andouille sausage, gruyere cheese, and remoulade. Now, dun-dun-dun! Effectively a white creamy sauce. Here's On the, Dave's plate. Here's the strange thing. I made no modifications to this burger. Not a one. Not a one. Gasp. As advertised. So here's the thing. I I as a I like sushi a lot. Like mm -hmm. I have sushi probably once a week. Once every other week for sure. That's how I like my fish. Now, lots of southern places, shrimp, fish, not usually my cup of tea. So I'm like, hmm, but I want some Southern flavor because I'm at a Southern place. So I'm like, I need some of this andouille sausage. So it's got the tasso, which is what, ham, right? So tasso and andouille sausage. And I'm like, here's my Cajun thing. Because mac and cheese, I mean, mac and cheese is awesome. Is it distinctively Southern? Okay, well, maybe a creepy mac and cheese is. But anyway, so here it is, this burger. The bun, I will say it is a burger holder plus a smidge. It's a burger holder. It was not dry in any way, uh, nice and moist. There are some burger holders we get into where I'm like, yeah, that's a burger holder. This was an effective and proper burger holder. Was there armor and leather? Um, the bun leather was slightly cracked. It hadn't so been no. moistened with enough um, of that uh, 
bun, the, the, what, what, what do we say? Bun leather the, lotion? The bun tanner didn't know what he was doing. It, it, so it, yeah. If, if, if you hand someone some bun leather and it's cracked, you, you messed up the tanning process. Yes, yes, indeed. So, so there was no bun leather. <laughs> no, no. Um, but I, I will tell you it was effective. There was plenty of cheese on it. Um, and if I do remember properly, the bun was uh, nicely toasted, which Sam, you and I like do enjoy. a bit. Yes, indeed. So it held up well. There's nothing wrong with it. It was not a distraction at all. I would say it was an inclusion. Uh, it, it was a cohesive uh, bookend of burgers on okay. this. Uh, the patty, they said they cooked medium. Um, I didn't really see any pink in there when I sliced it open because I kind of like to eat my burger in two halves, and I may have had a plan of dipping it in cheese sauce at some point. <laughs> so I kind of wanted the uh, the pure burger half first so I knew what I was tasting. Uh, plenty of cheese. The Gruyere cheese was on there. Um, melty and all over the place. So it wasn't like, eh, where's the cheese? Definitely cheese. In fact, so much cheese, I had to pick up the cheese lid to find the sausage, of which there was plenty on there. Don't get me wrong. It was a very thinly sliced uh, andouille. Probably, mm, I'd go as as a standard pepperoni size goes, probably about that big on the sandwich. Um, So patty, sausage, gruyere, bun, burger. It was a tasty southern burger. Um, I like the flavor that I got here. I think the flavor is uniquely theirs and enjoyable. So if you're looking for a Cajun flavor on, on a burger, good to go. Nothing wrong with this burger. I think the thing is, is that I I think I've determined that if I'm going to be super impressed with a burger, it's gotta be at a burger specialty shop. You know, you know what I mean? It's like there's everybody serves a burger. Uh, this is an above average burger to be clear, um, did it knock my socks off and just like, wow, you need to go here specifically for this? I, I don't know about that. I think the dishes, the other dishes we saw at the table were one of those things where if you're going to go to Mouth of the South, that's what you would get. This was like a burger and um, some stuff. So um, nothing wrong with it. Taste was good. Prepared well. I just have a feeling that if I was going to go back, I might pick one of the more uh, directly Cajun things uh, like like TJ got, you know, the right. bowl of stuff. So that was it. But uh, a, a tasty burger, looking for a burger with some andouille on it and cheese, everything prepared just fine. Was tasty. There you go. Can I go on record and say that more things need cheese lids? Yep. <laughs> you certainly can and just did. Okay. I appreciate that. More things need cheese lids, people. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and pick up the ball here. Okay. Uh, I got, uh, I was going to get the, the meatloaf. Because meatloaf is delicious. Yeah. And I love meatloaf. Meatloaf loves me. One time I caused meatloaf to come to the universe you did. just for you. You did. Uh, after missing it from so many years from Red Zone Barbecue, rest in peace, you made it happen elsewhere. And I couldn't enjoy it because they close too quick, too early, because they're so delicious. <laughs> yep. So I thought I would get my meatloaf fixed today. But then my other half got meatloaf, and I'm like, I don't want to double the science here. So then, it being the day after Friday, the day where most people eat fish, I decided to eat fish on Saturday (laughs) and Friday, because I had fish on Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She said she pre-homeworked this place and saw that the the catfish hole takes up the whole plate. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. I like catfish. I like fish. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. So I got me a big old honking slab of cut fish. No <laughs> head. Tail still there. Very, oh boy, boys, this is very croist. The croistest <laughs> thing I think I've ever eaten. 
so crispy, so moist, so hot. It was. It was steaming. I had to. I had to like stop. I like. I wanted to eat it, but I couldn't because it was so hot. I had. To, I had to eat other things like slaw and 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 cornbread and and, and red red beans and rice and. Mac and cheese. I know. Curse the luck. I was I was crying on the inside. <laughs> I was like drowning my tears and all this tasty food. <sighs> but alas, I came back after I took out four steaming hot of melty lava fish juice <laughs> in my face. I stopped, but then I came back to where it was actually tolerable to put in my mouth without melting it off. Um, very flaky, very clean tasting. Uh, with catfish, you can get that lake taste. Yeah. Very light, very not prominent, very hint of, mm. which was very nice. Uh, very, very clean fish, flaky taste. They're, they're pretty magical with their preparation. Usually I, I have to fight off the bones mm-hmm. when peeling off my, my catfish. I came across two bones the entire time that did not stick wow. to the spinal column thing yes of the fish yes um so that was a pretty neat trick the breading on there very thick but very tasty still uh i would almost say cut your face apart but not really but it, it is is that necessary on a catfish it might be hmm. it might be um i really liked it good stuff it was served on a bed of red beans and rice which was also a very very delicious uh, rice, very soft, very moist, very very ricey, if you will. <laughs> Good. The red beans, uh, kind of more of a pinto bean. Don't know if it was really red beans. Or it was very reminiscent of not refried beans, but just fried beans, the first go-through. Uh, <laughs> so it kind of had that taste going Reminiscent on. of beans. Yeah, like, I, sadly enough, I've had better red beans and rice at, at uh, Popeye's. I mean, they, they, got a, they got a good thing going on over there. Yeah, it is kind of good. Yeah. yeah. Didn't have a, a nice spice profile like oh, I see. that does. It was very muted, very blah, but it was still good. It was good. Okay. Just not the level I wanted it. But the fish, very good. Uh, I'm not saying I'm, a, I'm a, a fried fish connoisseur. You know, I've been to Surfside. I've, I've been to Joe Tess. I've, I've been here. Um, I would probably say out of the three, it's probably the most impressive place I've had it. Um, it was really good. I, I, I can't really say much about it other than what I've said. Yeah, we have some fish. I like it. So uh, it, a whole fish, right? Had, had tail. Uh, where's the head? Well, that's over there by the beer sign. Oh, right okay. Underneath, right underneath it. Oh, because they have the men's and women. Don't forget to flush. Yeah, don't forget to flush the head. All right. Okay. Gotcha. All right. That's good. I'm, you on that? I've got it. All over it? All over it. Okay. And I've got it handled. Appreciate it. So, uh, hey, Teach, you had another thing. I did have another thing. I had the, I believe, the voodoo shrimp and grits is how it's phrased on the menu. Could, uh, can I get the, uh, the full oh, of documentation uh, yes. uh, oration on that? Yeah. Ooh, do- the documentation, documentation oration. oration, yes. All right. Voodoo shrimp and grits is andouille sausage, poblanos, caramelized onions, and voodoo cream sauce. Go. <laughs> Go. All right. Well, well, let's let's talk about this. Hmm. Yes, TJ. Hmm. 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 Please. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> I'm about to get me some more Cajun food. You want to? You want to? All right. Let's start with the shrimp. I'm okay. not a big shrimp fan necessarily. I like it in some things, and the beauty of Cajun food is. 
and this is why I've ordered crawfish etouffee on occasion, because if you spice things heavily enough, that fishy flavor isn't that big of a problem. So I figured we'd be fairly safe. But let me tell you about this shrimp. This is Kobe shrimp. It has to be. <laughs> it's like Wagyu this, shrimp. Uh-huh. <laughs> this, this shrimp was... Yeah, sorry, Wagyu is, is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, this, this shrimp was raised and, and fed beer and played soft music and given massages. Tiny shrimp was wow. spoken to lovingly. I don't know how this stuff was raised. Were they serenaded? I, yeah. I assume so. Okay, okay. It had to be. Maybe maybe some violins, heck, a mariachi band to spice things up. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Some nice things were done for the shrimp. Some Had to be. Had to be. All of the above. It, this shrimp had a, had a varied and full life. It <laughs> had to. Because normally, I understand that shrimp can be raised in almost anything, and they tend to be raised in muck, and they taste like it. It's not that I hate shrimp. It's that it will have a bit of a fishy taste. It's not quite the, the bottom feederiness that catfish or crawfish can have, but it's definitely a, a seafood item. This had a little bit of that in the way good seafood is supposed to, but it wasn't overpowering. It certainly wasn't the negative, almost you know mucky kind of bottom feeder taste that, again, shrimp can have, or the, the stronger fishy taste in cheaper shrimp. This was quality shrimp in flavor, in texture, it was, and I realize shrimp is effectively meat, but it was kind of meaty. Not not super firm in, in that, you know, you bit into it and you felt a lot of snap. It was like, a uh, bit like good lobster, actually, the, in, in terms of texture. It was just right. It was... It was tender, but just a little bit toothsome, and again, kind of meaty, generally good. The shrimp itself, Are you it telling didn't the tooth? need... It did, what? You telling the tooth right now? I'm telling the tooth. The whole okay. tooth? The whole tooth and nothing but the tooth. Okay. Just want to make sure. The shrimp itself. I, I could have had this in a shrimp cocktail. I could have had this on its own with a glass of water. I don't care. <laughs> this was good shrimp on its own. It didn't cheese need shrimp spiced. or no? Well, I mean, anything needs a cheese lid. Okay. That's, that's neither here nor there. So I, I would take this shrimp in just about any form. So the shrimp alone would have been good. It didn't need to be spiced. But oh, it was spiced. But we're not going to talk about that spice just yet. We're going to talk about the grits. Because I had shrimp and I had andouille sausage. And oh, the andouille sausage was good. We've been over that a little bit. Spicy, smoky, tasty, all the things that andouille sausage should be. Sliced just thick enough to, uh, to have its presence definitely known. It was a good bite of sausage. But also thin enough to feel... Refined <laughs> choice. choice quality. Mm-hmm. Choice. The texture itself, the tasteful thickness of it. It could have even had a watermark. I I appreciated Is that bone exactly how this andouille was done. So I had that, and I had the slices of, of poblano pepper, which were as soft as they could be, but they were not mushy by any stretch of the imagination. Again, perfect texture there. And in the middle of these three wonderful things, the shrimp, the andouille, and the poblano. I had grits. Now, I've had me grits a few places, and they tend to be either too soft or too gritty or far too much like cream of wheat. You know, too hot, too cold, never just right. Right. I did not know that grits could be like this. They had that, (laughs) whatever they did with the cornbread, they moved that secret over to another corn item, the grits. They were gritty, yes, I could tell they were grits. There was definitely a little bit of uh, grittiness in my grits. The kind of grittiness that feels gritty. gritty. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But they were also 
almost otherworldly creamy. I don't know if there was cheese in them or they just really know how to work a starch or what was going on with them. These were pillowy, gritty, creamy, slightly piquant, maybe, goodness in the middle of my sauce. I needed just a little teeny tiny bit of these grits with every bite of everything else. (laughs) Not too much because somehow they were rich. Again, was there cheese or was the starch just perfectly prepared? I don't know. I don't care. Grits were good. Grits were good. And then we had the spice. That poblano cream sauce, I have no idea how to sum it up. It's like Indian food. I'm, I'm starting to work on it at home a little bit, but I don't know the spice profile well enough to pick everything out individually. But this was a blend of all sorts of different things. It was spicy. It was savory. It was creamy. It was smooth. It was salty. It was all the things that I could ask a Cajun thing to be. So put all these great tastes together, and they do indeed taste great. I would happily go back for this again. Wow. But did I like it? Yeah, but did you like it? Yeah. I think so. <laughs> I think he did. Okay. Wow. Wow. I think we're, we're, we're treading Dude. some tasty realms here, gentlemen. The world's quickest grit review because I got a forkful of them. Dang, they were good. Because <laughs> no, teachers like, you try these. Grits. I'm like, yeah, uh, wow. That's, yeah, it was not cream of wheat at all. It's tasty, so for sure. Well. Yes, Sam. That brings us uh, a certain point, uh, a certain thing we, we go to. Yeah. And it's not this, but I need to show it to you anyways. Yeah, that's dangerous right there. I need it. That's, that's the surreal cereal bar. Oh, is it? Yeah. We're, we're going. I know we're going. By the way. November, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, that brings us also to this. What? Uh, What's that, Sam? We've got three categories we like to break down to a restaurant. That's uh, the taste of taste, our, our tummies, and uh, our wallets. Mm-hmm. We're going to start it off with the wallet portion. How do we feel about what we spend? Do we feel like this is a justifiable amount for mm-hmm. what we ate? Dave, I'm going to start with you. I like that. Uh, so, Sam, there was, a, I think it was the Big Mama's episode um maybe there no i don't know i don't remember which one and you're like hmm i don't know how much i paid because somebody else bought my lunch for me oh man um i paid zero dollars out of my own wallet how do you feel about that um i'm real comfortable with that feel good for that amount uh i do i do um so uh i paid nothing um, however, however, I did uh, get a copy of the receipt here to break down how much my food was, had my own wallet been used to pay for this. And uh, before tax, it was $17.50. That was for my burger. I paid a buck fifty to get the macaroni and cheese uh, bowl upgrade, and then 3 bucks for the cornbread. Um, I think the only thing I would dial back a little bit, I think the cornbread needs to be cheaper than 3 bucks. It's awesome. But I just I just want to shrink that back a bit. Uh, Thirteen bucks for the burger with its native side—that's standard burger pricing. I really like the dollar fifty option to get a premium side because that buck fifty was worth every penny there. So it's under twenty dollars here, even with a three dollar slice of corn. Yes, you in the back. How would you have felt if they dialed back your cornbread in size? Oh, I, I guess it'd be sad. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to say that I, I should just like that three dollars? I think you should like that. $3. Well, <laughs> well, while we're you know weighing in and ruining your review, which yeah. I, I also want wanted to do and was going to well, make the I, I formally no no I, I was going I was going to make exactly the same point okay, you were going to okay. make because that's well, given the size of the cornbreads I paid like a buck fifty four. That's it's on par. I agree that I balked at the three bucks at first, mm-hmm. 
Then it came but out. yeah, it's, I'm I'm like dead decent myself on that. But that should be in my review now that I actually well, say see, that out loud. Well, see, it's kind of Sam, <laughs> Sam. Sam already made the point. Sam already made the point that I was going to make. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to shrink down. I mean, most of the bit. most of the sides. If you're going to get them, I'm curious what the French bread is like because the French bread's five bucks. That's got to be a lot of French bread. Would be my guess. But uh, you know, w- would I pay three bucks for that again? Yeah, there's a pretty good chance because uh, it's delicious. However, I think I would do some type of. Uh, would you have felt better at two seventy five? Two fifty, I think it would have felt great. So I don't need much. Okay. And and what I'm thinking is is like I do some type of table negotiation. Like, hey, if you get this side, I'll order the cornbread and we'll split this in half because it's a big muffin. That's probably what it would do. Yeah, there was there was. I'd be like, get your own cornbread, sucker. <laughs> there was a financial plan going in here, but I really thought about if it was a normal fatter day, I totally would have been like, so Dave, I want to order fifteen sides. Yeah, maybe we could split a couple. Yeah, I looked at the the uh, po boy uh, prospectus, and uh, you know, I, I know what's going on here. So I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, of course, I paid zero, but at seventeen fifty for the upgraded huge side and whatnot, I I'm good. I'm good here. So I I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go. Decent to trending thumbs up. It was, it was good. I have no problem with the prices on anything is what I'm trying to say. TJ. I got me here a bill. A bill. I got me here a big bill. <laughs> a real big bill. Even for a fatter day, I'm paying a bit more than I usually would. We are sitting at $40.99 for everything. Oh. Nows. On the other hand, <laughs> yes, I did order a restaurant. <laughs> Pretty you much. you I mean, ordered I, enough for the table, yeah, almost. I, I technically ordered only three things, but first of all, each of those entrees had so many different things going on in it, and they were really big. And there were two really big entrees, as well as my side of cornbread and my full size. Really, it was a full size bowl of gumbo for five fifty. So we were doing pretty well there. Um, let's see. Let's the breakdown: five fifty for the gumbo. 16 for the shrimp and grits, 14 for the kick and chicken, 249 for the tea, which, you know, standard drink pricing, and 3 for the cornbread. I think I'm paying a little bit extra for flavor, and I said this at Acadian Grill too, and the flavor here is well, I mean, we'll get to that. But I think I'm paying a little bit extra for flavor. And in terms of quantity, I got a lot. I am this isn't even decent. I'm thumbs up on price at 40.99. For what I got, for what I ate, for what I tasted, I am totally happy with this price. I could get away cheaper and be very comfortable. I could probably get myself down around 20 and have a really very nice meal and be plenty full. I think they did well by me on price. Thumbs up. Sam. (laughs) Yes, Sam. Well, I, much like TJ, paid for two today. Uh, I treated my lady out today. Uh, my total sixty one thirty six. It's a lot of food. Um, I don't know what that breaks down for me personally, but I did get a twenty dollar dish. Basically, the whole catfish plate is an eighteen dollar dish. Uh, with my two uh, sides, I got a side of coleslaw and a side of mac and cheese, so that's another eight dollars right there. This is trend, and then an eight dollar appetizer. Whew. I had to breathe after I read that. <laughs> it's a lot of food. It's a lot of food, and it's it's pricier stuff. The problem with that is it's a lot. It is a it's, lot. It's it's big servings. It's big portions. It's big flavors. I am surprisingly decent with this. Uh, I, I I feel like I want money back, but I don't feel like I want money back. Yeah, Does that makes sense. That's I, I am in the same boat, and that's why I said decent trending thumbs up because like 
I'm kind of okay here, but I, I just, just like, like slide me too. You know how some people are like, let's spoil ourselves tonight and let's go to Red Lobster, which I would never say. But you right. know how people say that? Yes. I'd be like, let's spoil ourselves tonight and let's go to Mouth of the South. You're not wrong. You know? Yeah, I you, feel you. You feel me what I'm saying I there? do. I, d- I dig you, piggy. So I am... <laughs> I am I am decent here, okay? Uh, it's pricey, but I, I feel like the price justifies the means. I, I like that. You know what I'm saying? That's that's well said. So let's move over to the taste of taste. Uh, let's just go backwards. Sam, how do you feel about the taste of taste? Well, Sam, <laughs> I'm glad that you asked because the taste of taste here is prevalent. It is front and center. It is the first thing that happens here. The tastes here are flavorful. They're full. They're delicious. I don't want to say they're exotic per se because there are way more weird and tastier concoctions of things put together. But these are great examples of what they're supposed to be. This was a wonderful catfish. This was a wonderful cornbread. This was a wonderful mac and cheese. Mac and cheese bordering top three of all time. I mean, it was good. Uh, yeah, the taste of taste is on point here. I have nothing to say but good things other than that coleslaw. No, oh, but everything else good. Sorry. Everything was great. So I am way thumbs up on the taste taste here. TJ. Well, for reversing the order, Nick, over to me. And uh, hmm, I think the very worst thing I had, the worst thing I had was delicious. And the shrimp and grits <laughs> knocked my socks clean off. I mean, they are gone, folks. I Hold don't on, even let me know check. where they went. Oh, I will tell you this, though. His shoes are not on his feet. Indeed. <laughs> Cold feet from my socks. Just, just blown clean across the room. So... I am I, I I can't put these thumbs up any harder. I don't know how. I mean, I I could make some modifications in my brain to the uh, to the kicking chicken maybe. Like I might want them wide flat noodles, and maybe a touch more dusting of paprika on top or something. I I could I could bump that up a hair maybe. But the cornbread and the shrimp and grits, I can't make those. I don't know how the cornbread would get any better. And as for the shrimp and grits, I didn't know it could be that good. Like, so good I might, side note, order the crawfish etouffee next time. I might dare. I, I am thumbs up as hard as I can be on taste. All right. So, uh, Dave? Dave or yeah. you then. So, Dave, I think you're next. That's right, Dave. I'll take it away from here. <laughs> uh, so, everything I had was good. Um, I kind of mentioned my, uh, you know, I, I am not as uh, fish and shrimp uh, centric as, as you two gentlemen. Um, so, my burger was interesting and unique. Uh, that macaroni and cheese was ridiculous. Uh, the cornbread was awesome. The spoonful of grits uh, I had was really good. These Helps are the medicine go down. seriously the uh, the flavors are unique. They are not uh, too strong. There was no uh, pepper power problems um, or anything along those lines. So I, I gotta go thumbs up here too. These were very good flavors and done in the right proportions. There was nothing too spicy or too sweet or anything like that. And everything I had had flavor. It was good. All right, moving on to the last component of the three-component prefecture. Yes. The tummy. Mm-hmm. Are you feeling full? Do you feel justified? Are you satisfied? Are you satiated? We're going to go backwards again. Oh. Dave. Hello. I had to be very careful again today due to the large bowl of macaroni and cheese. <laughs> um, if I had finished all of that sauce and all of my cornbread, and I did not finish all of my cornbread and all of my sauce. Not because you were bored. No, not at all. In fact, um, towards the end, I actually I don't know if you caught me. I unwrapped an unused fork on the table and started poking at the cornbread again because it was tasty. Attaboy. Um, but uh, I, I am thumbs up here. 
None of these portions were small. Even the burger, which, you know, a burger only gets so big until you make it a, you know, a pounder or a double patty right. or whatever. For a standard burger, it's a burger with a big slices of sausage on it, the uh, cheese lid of Gruyere on there, decent size. I was so impressed for that buck 50 on that mac and cheese. That came out yeah, big. Because a lot of, oh, oh, you get a premium side for an extra $2, and it's just different. It's like instead of beans, you get, you know, I don't know, baked beans. Ooh, and it's the same size. This was like an entree, man. Yes. So so I, I got to go thumbs up here, man. They're, they were not skimping on any of this stuff. Has, hashtag cheese lid? Uh, cheese lid and uh, cheese vat. Cheese bog. <laughs> cheese bog. So thumbs up. TJ? So over to you, TJ. TJ, do you want to talk about yourself in the third person, too? Yes, I do, TJ. Let's talk <laughs> about our tummies. Could I have put myself well into Hurt Town? Yes. I had a toe into Hurt Town when we left, but here is the, oh, oh, no, verbal crutches, but I'm going to use it anyway. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. When I left, I had half of one of my entrees, specifically the kicking chicken, so about half a chicken breast, a whole lot of noodles, and a whole lot of sauce in a carryout container. Oh, oh no! I I don't know if TJ has had a carryout container on this Saturday Omaha first. before. If I have, I don't remember it. But yeah, I could I have finished it. Sure. Would I have been really hurting, real bad? Pray for death. Yeah. Lord. Now, mind you, I'm I'm starting to sit in Comfortville. We we've taken that toe out of Hurt Town now that it's been a fair amount of time since the meal. So am I looking forward to those leftovers? You bet I am. <laughs> I am I am good on full factor. Thumbs up. I think I would almost say full factor to money for the 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 type of meal I'm looking for when if I was going to go here and spend that and all that. Yeah, they they hit portion size right on the nose. One entree, a side, and maybe a starter, and life would be darn good. Full factor is just right. Well, and Sam, I think you said something about being you know satiated by your meal with the flavors, the quantity, and the depth of flavor. I don't think there's any way you could not be satiated walking out of here. Sam sat here and listened to Dave wrap up a little bit of thing there, and thinking it's his turn to speak next. Sam, how do you feel about that? <laughs> well, Sam, I'm glad you asked, Sam. Uh, What's well, called Sam in Chopper Four. <laughs> <laughs> that was outstanding. Um, how do I feel about the full factor? Well, I am in a weird vortex today, gentlemen. A vortex. This is a new thing. I'm in a void. I'm in the twilight zone. I'm in a place called can't breathe but satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We need a map. Usually when you're in can't breathe land, you're in right next door to pray for death. World. Yeah, usually that's about the time when you might take a walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm comfortable. Mm. Figure that one out. <laughs> My my breaths are shorter. <laughs> They're a little labored. I might, maybe I'm having a heart attack. I don't know. But um, I, I am very full. I am not in a world of hurt, but my breaths are shallower. Hmm. I notice there is not much room in my chest cavity right now. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. I'm very, very, very happy. Thumbs way up. Nice. Wait a minute. Was that so we had maybe a couple decent on the price thing? Everything else was thumbs up across the board? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Rare occasion. Now, you didn't even have to waffle on capital or lowercase d or anything. Did you say waffles? Yeah. Hello. I mean, let's let's be careful about that. Now okay. we know what used to be in the spot. Sorry. Oh dear. Yes. Let's talk about fat life right quick. Okay. This is an interesting little anecdote that we added a, a fourth uh, category. It doesn't really mean much. Just a little. Huh. How about that? Uh, fat life is basically how often you'd want to eat here. Uh, would you want to be a repeat offender anytime soon? I would say for me, this is probably about 
a six-week jam. I, I, I love the flavors here. I think everything's good. And if mm-hmm. somebody wanted to go here like two weeks after I did, I'd be like, um, I'd entertain that thought. But on my own reconnaissance, I think I'm going to go about six weeks. Got you. All right. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of that, that factoid thing. And as we pointed out, it's like, uh, you know, places that have really heavy food, we probably don't want to eat there weekly. This, that's the problem. This is sitting heavy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, like, if you ate this every day, that might cause problems. <laughs> so Shortness of breath. Hmm. Let's see. You're you're at a six-week. Um, boy, and it's hard because we've got all these places we go to, and there's the, the rotation thing. So I... I am going to go five to six months on me. So wow. I think, but again, I, I am not the, the fish and shrimp, uh, you know, person that you guys are. Um, but uh, here's the thing, though. If anybody's like, hey, I would like to go to the mouth of the south, I could I could do that weekly or every other week if somebody suggested it. I think on my own, I'm like, yeah, this needs to be in some type of rotation, you know, or whatever. I guess what I'm saying is it needs to be a little, little distance for me personally, having enjoyed everything. How good is Rodizio? Um, it's damn good. It's the same. And yours is about the same yeah, life show. It is. As life. a matter of fact, I love Rodizio. Mm-hmm. It's big and heavy and I need to prep for it. And uh, you're right. It's probably six months for there and, and, yeah. and I love them. So there you go. See now, Mouth of the South. Rich, heavy, satisfying, and expensive. Um, two weeks at a minimum, probably closer to four weeks, I would think for me. But I could eat it fairly often. I, I was really digging this. So two to four weeks on my fat life. Nice. Okay. Well, that brings us to the granddaddy. The whole reason why we're here, Ooh. this is the Frampton, the Fatterday Omaha rating. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave, could you break that down for him, please? Well, I sure can. It's our special rating scale from zero to five and half steps only. And appearing anywhere on the scale is a good thing, even at a point five. It's kind of like getting a Michelin star for your restaurant. It means a place that we'd like to come back to for a Fatterday. Uh, typically, especially TJ and I eat uh, pretty small, pretty boring during the week. Um, and when it comes to the weekend and Fatterday, when it's time from comedy, Camaraderie. And when it's time for camaraderie and tasty food, we want to go someplace epic. That's the scale. And my friend Sam, who's sitting across the podcast table of goodness, could you tell me about that other way that you refer to us, this, which uh, really weighs heavy, if you will, uh, for me? Heavy in your fat heart? I get it. Yes. Um, I like to break it down as, is this somewhere I would take somebody that is visiting the lovely town of Omaha? Is this someplace they're going to go? I'm like, man, we don't have nothing like this here back where I'm from. I'm going to go back home and tell everybody this awesome meal that I had that I could only get in Omaha. That kind of weighs heavily on my fat heart as well. So uh, it's, a, it's a big portion for my rating. Dave. Yes. Go. So first and foremost, this is on the fatter day scale for me. Uh, all the flavors were amazing. Um, everything was really tasty and unique. So I will tell you my rating is a 1.5 here, which is a good thing. We are on the fatter day scale, which means I'd like to come back here for a fatter day sometime. Or more so, like you said, Sam, too, I would bring somebody here. Everything is flavorful, large, unique, especially within the Omaha landscape. Not a ton of like tasty southern food kind of hanging out here. Um, the ambiance was nice. Our, our waiter was on it. Uh, was handling all it. over it. Yeah. And uh, was uh, the drinks never were empty. Uh, the food was hot. The food was fresh. The food was tasty. The portions were big. I think you could bring somebody here and they would walk away going, yeah, that was a good meal. And so uh, I really enjoyed myself here and uh, things were in balance. Things were tasty. I liked it. 1.5 for me. That goes over to me. I am at a two myself. Um, I don't know if there's much you could do to improve it, except maybe, in my opinion, expand the menu entrees a little bit. Um, I did find them choices just to be a little lacking. 
maybe two or three selections on each section except the sides. The sides did have a lot. And I don't remember if I saw a dessert option on there. Ooh, I think there was, but I was there? don't remember. Okay, well, I don't recall because I usually like to look things over and just kind of peruse a, men- a, a, a dessert part of the menu just to see what might tickle my fancy if I'm feeling that froggy. But I don't remember seeing anything here. Um, I like the flavors here. The portions are in abundance. Things are delicious. I stand by my two. Hot and heavy. It's good stuff. I would go back here anytime. I like it. TJ. I uh, things about having things a hard is. time with this because I know the number that I have in my head, and I'm going to say it. I'm not going to change it. I'm listening to yours. Yeah. Yeah. They make me think that I should change it. I'm not going to because I don't do it in, in my heart of hearts. That's, this is that's the number. This is the number that I'm thinking. It's got to be from the Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The thing about things is. Oh, verbal crutches. Here is the thing. Do you have a thing? I can't think of an improvement here. I mean, I guess you could give me the food for free. Oh, I got that. <laughs> well, I got that today. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure it could be like a swankier joint or something. But like you don't want it to be? Yeah, I'm sure there could be some sort of weird food circus thing going on. Or there could be... Yeah, the only way to improvement is just to bring in swamp people with yeah. that skin alligators right in front of you. Can, and then well, or the table. just get or in. like the, the million things packed into one thing. Like I'm going to have my my Fruity Pebbles Poblano Pepper Sushi oh. Burrito. Oh, man. Like some some weird sort of nonsense that, that we kind of love that sort of out there type of thing on Saturday. There could be all this strange above stuff. Can I get I'm my food sure... delivered by tiny airboat? Exactly. <laughs> I'm sure there's some... Now you got me designing that in my head because you could get <laughs> like a helium balloon with a card under one of those radio-controlled blimp things. That you... Anyway, <laughs> you could somehow make this crazier. I'm sure there's some sort of above and beyond thing that you could do. And I feel like, you know, there's there's restaurants with Michelin stars out there. But a wise man once said, at this end of the scale exists, and you have these, and you use these. Well, I can't find a reason that this restaurant wasn't perfect. TJ says five. Wow. That is the first TJ five to happen in probably 20, 30 some odd plus episodes. My goodness. I love this. Yeah, w- would I Perfect. go there every night? Would I? Uh, you know, there there are other things to recommend. Other restaurants. I'm I'm sure there's a better Cajun restaurant. There has to be out there somewhere. There has to be some way to top this. But so help me, I can't think of it. There's no reason for me not to make this a five in my mind and in my very probably enlarged heart. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I like that. That's super fun. I like where that went. That's okay. great. That also makes me happy because we've had this place on our list for quite a long time. Um, I think before the original one had its fire and they moved. So this is the second you know iteration of the restaurant. And uh, it always makes me happy when, when people enjoy food together with me. So, Indeed. Yay. I guess there is only one other thing to say. And uh, you're, okay. t- you're, you're Dave? And uh, you're Sam. And he's TJ. Am I? Sometimes. Must be. So uh, I guess uh, thanks for eating with us and uh, eat this. Eat this. Saturday Omaha. Eat this.
Like so, bone. And it Chicken bone. Chicken bones <laughs> in harmony. Tell me what you gonna do when it's just the wings and thighs. When drumstick comes for you. When drumstick comes for you.